The following program is presented by the Far East Broadcasting Company because stories of people living out the gospel with their lives inspire all of us. FEBC, taking Christ to the world through radio and new media. Learn more at febc.org. God is saying, depend on me, place your faith in God. And when we look through the scriptures, Wayne, over and over and over, those words jump off the pages at you, particularly at a time like this. With the coronavirus pandemic affecting the whole world, our guests will detail how it's affecting ministry in several key countries. Ed Cannon of the Far East Broadcasting Company will join me here on First Person. I'm Wayne Shepherd. We'll start the conversation with Ed momentarily, but first, let me bring your attention to last week's program when we discussed the fear and anxiety many are facing who suffer from the fallout of the coronavirus. If you missed it, we spoke with Ken Boa, Andrew Brunson, and Johnny Tata about the purpose of suffering, and that program is still available online at firstpersoninterview.com or through downloading our smartphone and tablet app, First Person Interview. Well, with everyone dealing with the disruptions to life because of the coronavirus, I wanted to give you a report from the front lines of ministry in several places where the Far East Broadcasting Company is actively producing programs and serving listeners in many ways. There are some 900 indigenous broadcasters working at FEBC in nearly 50 countries. Ed Cannon, the president of FEBC, is working from his home in California, and I reached him via Skype. Well, most of the places we work, Wayne, are just as isolated and just as shut down as we are here in the United States. Uh, I was just talking last night with our Australia director, and their restrictions are even uh more intense than they are here in the United States. Everybody's locked in Hmm. not to have any contact. Uh, All of our locations are the same way. Most of our staff are working from home, except those staff who are actually doing recordings. And so all around FEBC internationally, we have staff who are coming in one, two, three at a time, minimal contact with each other. They go in, they sit in their studio they put together a program because we've we've got about 800 hours every day of programs that go out, and we don't want to just go into repeat mode, right. especially because the messages need to be relevant to today. Yeah. Um, even in our La Mirada office here in California, we have a number of Mandarin-speaking and Cantonese-speaking uh, broadcasters who are putting programs out that go live out on the internet and even on shortwave radio from California. So we've got a minimal staff there going in and doing some work. Um, But that's very typical. Uh, In particular, Hong Kong. I know Hong Kong was uh, really struck heavily with uh, restrictions about people going in. It's such a dense area of population. Uh, The government said you can't require anyone to go to work, and yet our staff – uh, did uh, show up in essential numbers only so that they could get the broadcast out. And uh, so far, the reports I've got, we haven't missed one live broadcast anywhere within FEBC. I'm glad you brought up Hong Kong because I received a statement, an audio statement from the Hong Kong office that I want our listeners to hear. So let me pause and play that right now, and then I'll get your response to it. Sure. We don't ask God to put an end to these challenging days because we are seeing so many people turn to the Lord now. And for that, 
we're very grateful. When people are anxious, sick, or confused, they have a deep need that only God can meet. We encourage them to turn to Him and pray. We pray that many will follow. You know, Wayne,、uh, I love that response from one of our broadcasters in Hong Kong, and I, I have to say, we hear that same thing from our guys in Cambodia and Thailand and Philippines. Manila is all shut down. Uh, all across FEBC, that at this particular time, they know that people are anxious and 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 fearing and trembling, and they've lost confidence in governments and and healthcare organizations. Not that they're not doing a good job, but it's just they don't they can't get any help from them.、Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? And so we do see record numbers of people downloading content off of our web pages, our internet broadcasts, our social media. Uh, broadcasts and responding in such a way as they're really open to faith right now,、uh, and so I, I echo this man's prayer:、uh, not that we pray for people to suffer or f- that we pray for the virus to go out, certainly, but we pray that in this situation we will be clear with our proclamation of the gospel, so that、uh, these shaken and troubled and confused people. Hear the message and come to faith. Right, Ed. I hear you saying you're not surprised at how dedicated these broadcasters are around the world, because you've you've had several years now of traveling to these countries and meeting these people face to face and and seeing their hearts for ministry and how they serve their listeners in ways that we don't even think of, and yet they do. So you're you're not surprised by the sacrifice they're displaying right now. No, absolutely not, Wayne. Not at all. The kind of things I have seen over and over and over are people who put in a full day of recording broadcasts or going out on the radio live.、Uh, some of our broadcasters will do four hours, five hours a day of live broadcasts, and then when the day is over, they'll go out and meet with listener groups.、Uh, they'll have. Uh, local gatherings of listeners in small communities, so that they can meet them, get to know them, worship together with them, pray together with them. So they are really pouring their life into the ministry. On top of that, I mean, a lot of the people that we're working with, Wayne, are are in situations where they're persecuted for what they do. It's illegal to proselytize in China, in Russia, in India. Uh, very heavy restrictions all through Southeast Asia and all around、uh, the countries that FEBC work in, and because of this, I know that these people are dedicated, are、um, just very committed to serving Christ through their radio ministry. So now, when this comes along,、uh, to them maybe it's not as big of a, a, a challenge or a hurdle. As it seems to us, because they just go and do do whatever they can.、Mm-hmm. We ran out of masks in Hong Kong, and、uh, one of our friends,、uh, one of the other ministries we work with, just shipped a thousand masks to the Hong Kong office. And so, yeah, we had a <laughs> smiley face from our director over there. Oh, <laughs> good. God will provide, right? Yeah. Well,、uh, as you said earlier, and as our brother from Hong Kong stated, you know, we we see this as an opportunity for Christ. Actually, we be, and we know when people are hurting the way that people are hurting around the world, we know we have the answer to that hurt, the eternal answer、yeah. to that hurt. Yeah, that's right.、Uh, 
Yeah, um, that's right. And I'm not surprised that these broadcasters are seizing this opportunity. And they're always going to Scripture, Wayne. Um, one of the verses that's really struck me that's appropriate at this time is, of course, uh, the very famous Psalm 91. Let me read you just a few excerpts mm-hmm. from that psalm. Uh, I will say that the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor in the pestilence that stalks in the darkness. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. And I'm sure if I would read that psalm verse to the man in Hong Kong whose uh, little description we just heard, he would say, we live that way. That's exactly the way we live. Our trust is in him. We know God has commanded us to go out and broadcast the gospel to people They desperately need some hope right now, and so we're going to do everything we can to get the good news uh, on the radio and other media platforms. Right. I'll come back to China in a few moments, but this is happening all over the countries where FEBC has broadcasters at work, always speaking in the local language, which is very important. There's some 50 countries, actually. Pick another one and just what reports are you getting from these other places that are that are also affected by the coronavirus, and sometimes the healthcare is less than optimal, too. Sure. Um, countries like Vietnam is a very good example. You know, Vietnam is a communist country, and um, it's against the law there in Vietnam to broadcast uh, any gospel content at all. Uh, the government actually blocks our shortwave radio broadcasts into the country. They, they put up a magnetic block, so they block the signal. They go to that much trouble. But yet this network that we've got in Vietnam of local um, broadcasters who actually distribute content via micro SD chips through about 600 hubs in the country, we believe we have probably 250,000, maybe 500,000 people actually listening to this content. But they're making contact with people. So that's a challenge. But yet... What they're finding is people are so hungry to get this content, the new material on their micro SD chip, that they're, they're not fearful about meeting up with our staff. Our staff are out there. Of course, they're wearing masks. They're wearing gloves. They're delivering the little micro SD chips in tiny little plastic bags sealed up. But the demand for that, you'd think it would go down because people wouldn't want to be out in contact with people, but not in that country. Not at all. And you're right. They don't have the medical care to turn to that we do here in the United States. Many of the places where we're distributing it in Vietnam are extremely rural, way, way out in the countryside. But yet the demand and um, the receptivity of people when they're able to get God's word is, is still as high as ever. We'll continue this report from Ed Cannon of the Far East Broadcasting Company coming up on First Person. When I first heard the good news on the FBC's station, I tried praying to Jesus for the first time. Life is difficult, 
but Christ is helping me see things differently. The Far East Broadcasting Company receives millions of responses each year from grateful listeners. FEBC is dedicated to taking Christ to the world through radio and new media. To learn more, please visit febc.org. That's febc.org. The Far East Broadcasting Company, until all have heard. My guest is Ed Cannon, the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I called Ed at home, where most of us are working these days, Ed, by the way, because of the coronavirus. But I know that uh, with technology, you're still in touch with our uh, our broadcasters around the world. That's got to be very encouraging to be able to maintain the contact, even though you can't travel the way you normally do. Oh, it is. Actually, I mean, I'm having much more frequent communication with our international staff because I'm not spending as much time on an airplane or getting through an airport but it's all Skype calls and Zoom calls and uh, WhatsApp calls. And it's all in the middle of the night for me because most of them are over there. So it stretches the day. But you're right. It's very encouraging. Yeah. I hear people and, and you think you're going to hear you know gloom and doom. But what you hear is excitement. In every one of our broadcast operations, Wayne, there's excitement because so many people so desperately in need of the word are coming to hear radio broadcasts. And placing their faith in Christ. Hmm. Earlier, we were talking about China. I have a couple of clips of letters or emails that we received from Chinese listeners. I want to play one of those for you right now. I so enjoyed listening to the message that FEBC shared on the internet recently, although I cannot attend church or any meetings during this epidemic. I am finding peace and learning so much through your programs. Praise the Lord. Despite the fact that we hear hundreds, if not thousands, of responses like that from their listeners, I never tire of hearing Mm-mm. that. Uh, the fact is, uh, you know, he mentioned it. With this epidemic, he can't go to church, he can't gather with a small group, but yet he's listening to the radio, and as long as we're faithful to put the gospel on there, he's encouraged. Yeah, uh, And that's what FEBC is all about, all throughout China, all throughout the other countries, and I think particularly in rural regions where people are very remote, very distant, uh, even in normal times, Wayne, we hear quotes from listeners like that that say it's only through the radio or the Internet or social media that I'm able to hear God's Word and uh, Christian teaching and preaching. Yeah, the Internet has become quite the broadcast tool. It has been referred to as the world's most powerful transmitter. And that's uh, playing a big part like in that. China. Um, but at the same time, I want everyone to know that good old-fashioned shortwave radio still has a role to play in places like China. Oh, it sure does, Wayne. Uh, we get hundreds of thousands of letters every year from shortwave listeners, particularly in rural China. While they have access to the Internet, uh, they don't normally download content that way because it takes a data package. And so we know There are millions of listeners on shortwave radio in rural China. Um, Some of the programs we're doing in rural China on shortwave radio are live broadcasts. So not only are we broadcasting to many, many shortwave listeners, we're broadcasting live with the capacity for them to call in and to actually text messages back into the studio. And I've been in the studio when they do this. The switchboard lights up when the program goes live. There's never an open line. So I know many people uh, use this um, method, shortwave radio, to uh, to communicate, to hear, and to respond to the Word of God. 
Well, Ed, I have another clip from a Chinese listener. I don't know if this was sent to us via email or a letter in written form, but uh, it's been voiced by one of our Chinese broadcasters. So let's listen again. Grace to you because of your encouragement and persistence. I can formally follow the Lord and also share the word of God with my circle of friends. As a result, more people are receiving the gospel. It's such a joy to bring glory to our Lord. Isn't it interesting that at this time of tragedy and deep anxiety all through the world, this man says it's a joy yeah. to bring glory to God. And what's he talking about? He's talking about hearing God's word and sharing it with his neighbors. In many of these remote places, people don't have access even to a radio. Mm. So when someone listens, they hear and then they share what they've heard with others. Um, so it's just very rewarding. And he said, thanks to the persistence of your staff. And, and he's exactly right. I, I, I thank God daily for the dedication of the staff and persistence. They're never stopping. They're never giving up. Continue to proclaim the word of God. And when our listeners hear it, they'll come to faith. Yeah, and they're doing that even at this crisis time, which uh, just that's amazes right. me. I, I love them yeah. even more for what they're doing now, Ed. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's China. Uh, there's some other pretty big countries in the world that FEBC has uh, millions of listeners in, and that's uh, Russia, even yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. We've just gotten an update from our Russian staff and Ukrainian staff uh, on inside what's going on inside the country. You don't hear much about it in the news today, but they said in Ukraine, hundreds of thousands of workers uh, are working outside of that country. They're working in Italy and in Spain. And when they lost their jobs in those countries because of the virus, of course, and businesses shutting down, they come home to Ukraine where they don't have a very developed medical staff. They don't have a very coordinated response like we're having here in the United States and other places. Mm. And these are people coming back who've likely been exposed. They've been in Italy and Spain. And so it's creating a huge potential problem in that country. And they're not really going to be in a position to respond professionally. Yes. And just as we're concerned about the economy through all this coronavirus news, uh, their economy is even in worse shape. And the yeah. unemployment is going to soar in Ukraine and, and Russia, too, I suppose, because of this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you think about no matter what your political persuasion is, the United States economy was in pretty good shape before this hit. So it it has the resilience to, to take such a devastating blow. But the economy in Russia and Ukraine were not in those kind of positions. They were struggling with high unemployment. And, and very low GDPs in those countries. So when the virus hits there and businesses all shut down, uh, they're really crippled. Uh, yeah. And so that's what we're seeing. Uh, we're hearing from local people there that everyone depends on mass transit. The mass transit systems are all completely shut down, millions of people losing their jobs. And uh, they're concerned that there'll be social upheavals, riots in the streets. They tend to do that sort of thing. And then when the riots in the streets start, then you can't control the virus spread. It's it, it, it's really a bad circle. Sounds like the gospel, the antidote of the gospel is needed more than ever. That's right. The list of things that I just read from, from Ukraine, the very last line on the, uh, on the list is, however, there is a greater openness to the gospel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're, you're right. And, and our staff are, are doing exactly that in, in Russia 
in Ukraine and in a number of former Soviet Union Russian-speaking countries. Yes, uh, since the last time we talked here in first person, it's been remarkable in Ukraine to see the number of radio stations being built. I know in Russia that social media is a great way to reach an audience in Russia. Millions uh, listen to us on social media. But in Ukraine, we have the openness to build radio stations. I hope that isn't abated by this, this coronavirus. Well, no. Actually, we just completed our most recent installation in Odessa and got that radio station up and running. So we have about seven FM stations right now. We're working on a new studio in Kiev. And so the people there, they understand that they need to protect themselves and and uh, be careful and not have any large gatherings. But in an office of two or three, they're continuing to work, installing equipment, preparing to get the word out. Our social media broadcasters are all learning that they can work from home yeah. just with their cell phones. And you know, FEBC is learning a lot about innovative new ways that we can uh, broadcast so we continue to get the word out despite the circumstances. And I think there'll be permanent impacts on the way we do this. You know, maybe we won't have everybody in the mm-hmm. studio. They'll be broadcasting from the streets in uh, downtown Moscow. <laughs> so, uh, Well, Ed, thanks for this thumbnail sketch of a few places where uh, FEBC is getting response and great response from listeners, even in the midst of a worldwide crisis of this coronavirus. What are some of your thoughts, though, in, as we wrap up about this whole situation so unexpected that we find ourselves in? Our lives are upended. I know lives around the world are upended. It's so unexpected, and yet it's sort of an opportunity for the gospel, too, isn't it? Yeah, I think in each one of our lives, uh, we, we become so dependent on ourselves, our finances, our job, our grocery stores, our network of support mechanisms in this world that we just take for granted that those are there. And in these kind of circumstances, when that all gets ripped away from us, the overwhelming thought to me is, God is saying, depend on me. Don't trust the world to provide what you need, but rather turn to him, place your faith in God, and depend on him. And when we look through the scriptures, Wayne, over and over and over, those words jump off the pages at you, particularly at a time like this. And I can see even on Skype, Ed, that you have your Bible in front of you. Is there a, a passage of scripture that comes to mind when you think about what we're going through around the world? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm reminded of, this, of the courage and bravery of our staff everywhere, all they're going through. And I think of Second Timothy 1, 7, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. So as you think about our staff all around the world proclaiming the good news, even in difficult times like this, if you could remember them in prayer and remember the listeners who may be hearing the gospel for the very first time, that despite the circumstances, they'll turn to God and come to faith in Christ. And that's exactly how we're praying for the ministry of the broadcasters of the Far East Broadcasting Company as they are on the front lines around the world. Our guest via Skype has been the president of FEBC, Ed Cannon, speaking from his home in California, which has become a nerve center of online meetings and reports coming from the areas of the world served by FEBC. If you'd like additional information, please visit our website, firstpersoninterview.com, or go directly to febc.org. There you can listen to the daily program, FEBC Today, which I host with Ed, giving you stories of changed lives, febc.org. 
Now with thanks to my friend and producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us for next week's conversation with Johnny Tata here on First Person.